Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yes, this is... The I Am Rappaport Podcast. And this is Michael Rappaport, and we're coming at you live from the gloom tomb with yet another edition of the I Am Rappaport Podcast. I don't even know where to start, but I, I guess I'll just I'll just jump into it. Uh, of course, the big thing of the week, of the month, of the year, monumental. Marriage, gay marriage. Gay and lesbian marriage. I don't know if you, you got to be. You got to be careful. Is it gay and lesbian marriage? Gay men, lesbian women have been uh, given the right to be married in all fifty states across the United States. Uh, and uh, of course, that was a big deal. The Supreme Court ruling and big fucking deal. Love wins. I don't know. There's all kind of hashtags. Love wins. Love wins. It's great. It's fantastic. I, I'm all for it. I don't give a shit. You want to get married? Knock yourself out. Okay. But uh, I'm in Los Angeles, uh, and and obviously there's a strong, as there should be, a strong gay presence. West Hollywood, uh, you know, in, in specifically in Los Angeles, is is a, is a is a predominantly gay neighborhood. It's famous. It's worldwide. 
like the I Am Rapport podcast. And since they announced the uh, the law, since they've been uh, given the go-ahead to get married, there's been gay pride parades. I, I don't know how the fuck these guys and girls, they organize parties better than any fucking body else. I mean, was this planned? Was this just happenstance that the the... Gay, gays and lesbians were given the right to get married, and then the next day, boom, there's national fucking parties. Nationwide, every state, gay pride. Did they, was that, was it, was it gay pride? It seems like every week there's some sort of gay pride. Like the week before, there was transgender, there was a fucking parade here in Los Angeles, the transgender parade, and then this week there's the gay, I mean, there's fucking, listen, if I, if you ever need to organize a, a, a party or, or something, the gay and lesbian community do it better than anybody. And I'm all for everybody getting married, but, but I'm driving around here. It usually takes me six minutes to get to my fucking coffee place. It took me 34 fucking minutes to get to my coffee place in West Hollywood yesterday because these motherfuckers are, it's like Mardi Gras out there. It's like the fucking Thanksgiving Day parade I, in the middle of the day. Motherfuckers are walking around in thongs and G-strings. They got like barrettes and, and, and there's floats out there. Do yourself a favor. Get the fuck off the streets. Go get married. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm happy that the gay and lesbian community across the world in the United States is allowed to get married. That's great. But can I just want to get a fucking coffee. Okay, go to church, go to temple, go to wherever the fuck you want to go to get married and get the fuck off the streets because you're causing traffic and, 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 and you're disrupting my day. Okay, do your thing. Get married. I'm happy for you. I support it. But I mean, you're clogging traffic up and, and I don't know if it's, it's like they just boom, snap their fingers and then they're out in the streets partying. And, and going fucking nuts. I, I never seen so much traffic during the middle of a day. I don't know if like, I was missing out or something. And there's always parties that I'm not invited to. I don't get a memo about any of it. I just have to deal with all the traffic. So that's what's going on in Los Angeles. But, you know, here's the thing. With gay marriage being legalized, we're going to start having gay and lesbian divorce, gay and lesbian uh, alimony, and gay and lesbian child support, okay? And you guys are going to start to realize that maybe you're going to start being like fucking shit. I wish they never legalized this shit. Everything was just fine. And now you're going to start to realize like, oh, why? these are the terms that the gay and lesbian community are going to start to start to appreciate. Why did I marry this bitch? Why did I marry this cocksucker? My ex-wife, my ex-husband, my crazy ex-husband, I, I, alimony, learn that fucking word. Learn it and, 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 and celebrate it. Own that shit. Alimony, child support, gay and lesbian child support. This shit's going to become a reality. You want to get married? You want to get, uh, you want to you jump in? You got the rights now? And, uh, you know, listen, in a year, a year and a half, two years, I would love to hear the statistics on the gay and lesbian. Are they going to keep separate stats for that? How's that going to work? Are they going to keep separate statistics on, on, the, on the divorce rate? Because it's going to happen. Love won this week. But, <laughs> listen, we're all human. We're all the same. Love doesn't always win. Love doesn't always last, okay? 
and your big fucking uh, your marriage day and your celebration. And of course, love will win sometimes. But uh, love will also come to a, a harsh reality, okay? Because you'll wind up marrying the wrong fucker. You'll wind up having kids with the wrong fucker. This is just the facts. It happens. It happens to the, uh, the straight community all the time. You marry people and you, uh, you know, you marry the wrong people. And the next thing you know, you're in court and you can't even look over there. Next thing you're in court, you, you don't know who the fuck that person is. Not that this has happened to me. Okay, I'm just saying, I read, I know things, I got friends, I got people, I know these things happen, all right? But welcome to the club, congratulations, and uh, obviously uh, President uh, Barack Obama, I feel like President uh, uh, Barack Obama is going out on his shield. I feel like the, he's going to be the president that everyone imagined he would be these last few months while he's in office. He went on the uh, Mark Marin uh, What the Fuck podcast, and he said the N-word, and people are all up in arms because the president of the United States, who's black, said the N-word, and why did he say it, and what does it mean, and should he say it, and should he not say it? Why shouldn't he say it? I'm sure he's been called it in his life. Why, why is the N-word called the N-word? Why is the... The N-word beeped out. Why do we beep it out when it's on TV? Why, when news reporters use it in context of something, do we beep it out? It's, is it a bad word? Is it a word that shouldn't be said? We, we all know what it is. Why am I calling it the N-word? I'm calling it the N-word because if you say it, it could be taken the wrong way, and then you could be vanished off the fucking planet. <clears throat> but uh, there's a big controversy when uh, the president said it. You know, it's offensive. Should he have not said it? I'm glad he said it. I, I think he should say it a bunch more before he, uh, before he leaves office. Okay? We said on the I Am Rapport podcast that we wanted to see him go out in a blaze of glory. G. Monetti, G. Moody, who's uh, back in the Bronx, in the Boogie Down Bronx, we said that the, by the end of the fucking uh, the term of, the, of this presidency, we wanted to see Michelle Obama with her hair braided, and they're on there like, yo, on their shit, on their real shit. You know, because, uh, you know, everybody's like, well, he's not doing anything, he's not doing anything. Now he's doing something, and then people are all flipped out. You know, he said the word, and then you don't want to hear it. But, but, but you, it's just a fucking word. It'll, it'll, it'll never go away. And then, of course, there's all this stuff going on with the flag and the Confederate flag. And, and I think... There shouldn't be any ruling to take the flag down. I mean, I don't think that state buildings and political buildings should, should, should be able to have that flag. I don't know all the details in history and the, and the innuendos and the arguments on both sides of the flag. I, I know what it represents. But in general, in general, if people want to raise that fucking Confederate flag, let them raise it. Okay, because if you make them take the fucking flag, I know you say, well, you're a Jew, Mike. What if they kept the Nazi flag? I understand it, but the Nazi flag isn't up. So I don't think I don't understand it. The thing is, is that I like people to reveal themselves. If you want to raise that fucking flag, it's, it's, it's like you know what somebody's deal is. You, you, you know what their deal is. They have the fucking flag up. You know what they're about. You know what I'm saying? If you make them take the flag down, shit just is going to get more subversive. Race in this country is so fucking crazy right now. 
I, I think we're in one of the most tenuous, is that a word? Scary, exciting, dangerous, combustible times with race in this, in this country and across the, the world. But I'm just talking about this country. There's so much shit going on with race. And uh, having people hide their feelings by making them take down the flags, I don't know. Fuck them. Let them keep the flag up. You're a racist bastard. You're a racist bastard. Obviously, what happened in South Carolina is, is just a, a horror, horror, a nightmare. And uh, shit, I don't even know. I don't even know, man. But I, I just say, yo, if you want to keep the flag up, let them keep the fucking flag up. How would I feel if motherfuckers were having Nazi flags up? I don't know. I've never been around. I've never seen one. I've only seen it in movies and pictures. It's the I Am Rapport podcast. I Am Rappaport Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Casper.com. It's an award-winning sleep startup. Go to Casper.com. $50 off purchase of any size mattress. Put in the code Rappaport. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. Casper Mattress in New York City. You can keep the bed for 100 nights. You can get your freak on for 100 nights. If you do not like the bed after 100 nights... You can return the mattress within 100 days. That's a guarantee. The the bed will be delivered between two to five days anywhere in the United States and Canada. Same day delivery in New York City. We do not plug. We do not support. We do not take sponsorship from anything we have not tried and we are not passionate about 450%. All right, so Donald fucking Trump. You oompa loompa looking motherfucker. You racist motherfucker. I, I, listen, I, I, you, you're, you're a nasty, spray-on tan. Your, your wig piece is so fucked up. Your shit is combed over. You look like shit. You look like you got clogged. Like, you, 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 don't, you don't look healthy. You, you, you're still at it. And, and, and the fact that you're even in consider and he had a, he, he announced he was, he was going for running for president, Donald Trump. And I'm sure like he, he, he's never going to hear this. And, and if he did, he'd probably want to sue me for, I don't know if you could sue. Can you sue people doing podcasts? But he, he hired people to show up to his, uh, his, his announcement that he's running for president. He's always talking shit. He, he, he's, he's one of these white people that makes all white people look bad. Who can really stand? It's like a fucking freak show. Like wherever he goes, it's like a freak show. And he looks like a fucking, like a Oompa Loompa. You know, and the hair and, and the pompous attitude and, and the lies that he's been caught in and the money and does he, how much money does he have? How much money does he not have? I, I, I just... And, and he's going to run for president. He's making a mockery of, 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 of the whole thing. Not that it shouldn't be made a mockery of, because politics and, and all of it, it, it but it just, what is your deal, man? What is your fucking deal, Donald Trump? You look like shit, Duke. You, 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 your hair is fucked up, like your whole program. Like, and you look like you're, you, you need to like get on like a, like a juice cleanse, because you look just bloated and... I mean, you look like shit, which brings me to my next 
segment of the I Am Rapport podcast, which is famous white people who don't have lips. Wow, this caused a, a, real, a real controversy. Uh, we have a segment of the show called Famous White People Without Lips. It dawned on me a couple of weeks ago that very prominent, very famous, very, you know, some of the sexiest people in the world. Last, last time we did Famous White People That Don't Have Lips, uh, I think we mentioned Bradley Cooper, who I love him as an actor, a great actor. I, I'm pretty sure he was voted Sexiest Man Alive uh, by People Magazine, which is, is obviously uh, something that I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever even be uh, in the running for. I don't even think I'll be in the 50 sexiest people alive or, you know, the 150 uh, sexy people alive. I don't think I'm ever going to get brought up in that. But, uh, you know, we brought him up and we obviously we, we got uh, Bush, who's a famous white person without lips. And, and, it, and, it, and it pained me to, to even do uh, Brian Cranston. The great actor, Walter White, Heisenberg, fucking guy doesn't have any lips. And, and, and once I started noticing this at 45 years old, that there are plenty in, uh, of famous white people who don't have lips. And I refuse to name some of the famous white people who are women who don't have lips because I, it'll shock you. It'll shock you. you. You could figure it out on your own. Watch TV. You know, watch some movies. You'll see famous white people who don't have lips. That are, that are women, beautiful, so-called beautiful women with no fucking lips whatsoever. Or they might have just one lip, which I think is, is almost worse than uh, being a famous white person without any lips is, is uh, being a famous white person with only one lip. Uh, but this week, and, and again, I, I, this isn't a derogatory thing. Uh, you know, it, it's just a fact. But, but this week, uh, I'm going to point out uh, three very famous white people who, who don't have lips. And, and this is not something I, I get off doing. It doesn't mean you're not good looking. It doesn't mean you're not talented. It doesn't mean you're not even great looking. It's just a fact. You might be a famous white person who has no lips. Uh, this one, again, I don't feel great doing it, but I have to point it out. And uh, as he's gotten older, his lips seem to have uh, gone away uh, and gotten smaller and, 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 you know, gotten even, even less prominent. The great Paul McCartney, fuck, I hate, I hate to do this, of Beatles fame, one of the most famous people in the world, one of the most, I don't need to say his resume, it's Paul McCartney. This is a famous white person who in his prime was a sex symbol. You know, obviously we, we, we don't need to go over his pedigree, Paul McCartney, very famous, very talented, very influential, very important white person with no fucking lips. I just noticed this. I don't know how uh, the Beatles broke big with their front man having no fucking lips, but it's sad but true. Paul McCartney, you're, you're our guy this week. One of the most famous white people in the world, no lips. Uh, this guy, I have, no, I have no problem pointing it out uh, because he talks so much shit about everybody. He's cracked out of his tree half the time. Charlie Sheen, great actor when, when, he, when, he's, on, when he's on point. Great career. Uh, you know, we, we, we know what he's been, uh, he's, been, he's been doing the last few years. Charlie fucking Sheen, no lips whatsoever. A so-called sex symbol, uh, you know, uh, he, he's, uh, I think he might even be considered a stick man, a coxman, 
Famous white person, zero fucking lips. None. Check him out. This is sad but true. Here's another guy. Great actor. I admire him. I respect the shit out of him. I think he's one of the best uh, actors doing it right now. Makes great choices. Uh, Been in a bunch of great movies. Sex symbol. Considered a fucking sex symbol. Ryan Gosling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, me saying you don't have lips, it doesn't do anything. Girls love this guy. Guys love him. Some people call him a modern day Marlon Brando. And I wouldn't argue it. Great fucking actor. Now, Ryan Gosling, famous white guy with only one lip. Hey, I, I, it's no, it's just, I'm just pointing it out. I, I, I got a big nose. What the fuck you want me to do? Okay. Ryan Gosling, sexiest man alive. I think he's another sexiest man alive. Famous white person without lips, without two lips. He's got a kind of a bottom lip. Top lip is MIA. Ryan Gosling, your top lip is missing in action. I fuck with you. I want, I hope this doesn't breach, you know, my, my chances of working with you. And I hope you don't take offense to it. Like I said, some people call me a big hook-nosed Jew prick. I've been called that, okay? I know I have a, a prominent nose, okay? I, I'm not winning any fucking beauty contests. There's no, there's no uh, crowds around me, okay? So I'm pointing it out, and I'm pointing it out with love. But those are my three famous white people without lips. And I'm not even going to mention Harvey Keitel this week. I'm not mentioning the fact that Harvey Keitel doesn't have lips. One of my favorite actors... Uh, been sort of like a mentor to me. So nice, so prominent. I worked with him, Copland, one of the great American actors of our time. I'm not mentioning him on the list of famous white people without lips because there's certain people that, that I've realized that don't have lips that I respect too much to even mention. All right? This is the uh, I Am Rapport podcast, and uh, we're going to get into some of our sponsorship right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so we've been following this case. These these dudes in, uh, I don't know where they are, but the two escaped criminals who, uh, I don't know if they, if they even have uh, big loaves, but they, somehow or another, at some point, they said that I don't know. You know, the news is so fucked up. They, 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 someone could have made this up. That these guys uh, that escaped the prison in, in upstate New York, uh, David Sweat and the other guy, now they killed him. They said that these guys had big dicks. The big dick killers, BDK, David Sweat and Richard Matt. Me and G. Moody, we took to the streets of, of Los Angeles one day. We were out there trying to find and help capture these fucking guys. Uh, to, to, no, to no, uh, no, 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 what is the word? I don't know what the fucking word is. I'm having trouble speaking this morning. I'm, I'm hopped up. I got a Snapple right here. Okay. My, my Snapple life, my, my Snapple love, it, it doesn't, it doesn't wane. I see that they, uh, I, I gotta say Snapple, you know, they have this whole campaign. Snapple loves New York. Snapple loves Snapple. And then they, they have new commercials. Andy Cohen, the face of Bravo, the, the, I think he runs Bravo. He, he creates some of my favorite shows on television, the Real Housewives series, which I watch. I watch that shit religiously. I don't watch all of them, but I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is now on hiatus. I watch Real Housewives of New York, which is in the middle of a season right now. Um, I watch, love Real Housewives of Jersey. 
Andy Cohen, who's the fucking the the, the brainchild of all these, and I fuck with you, Andy Cohen. I fuck with I fuck with uh, Bravo, and I fuck with you. Okay, I, I want to be on uh, you know uh, you know Andy Live. I, I I've reached out. I, you guys know I fuck with you guys hard over there at, at at Bravo and the Real Housewife franchise. But but to get Andy Cohen to be the the the, the Snapple guy and me be sitting here with my dick in my hands and my Snapple in my other hand is just kind of like a slap in the fucking face. Now. Who's to say if Andy Cohen uh, is about that Snapple life the way I am, okay? And I'm not saying Andy, Andy Cohen can't be one of the faces of Snapple, but why the fuck am I not a face of Snapple when I am really about this Snapple life? I live it. I love it, okay? I, 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 I drink it. I've been drinking it since the 90s. The I Am Rapport podcast and Snapple, we, we, we go hand in hand. I just feel like if, if, if somebody is going to speak about Snapple publicly, like uh, this is a paid commercial gig, like I'm doing it for free for the love of the game. Now you give me a fucking couple of bucks, what do you think I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be running down the street, butt ass naked with a Snapple in, in each hand, two fisting it. Andy Cohen's not doing that. Again, no disrespect to Andy Cohen. I fuck with Andy Cohen. I like Andy Cohen. I love all that Bravo shit. But Snapple, I'm just saying. You know, there, there, there doesn't just have to be one guy. Like, his demographic is his demographic. My demographic is my demographic. All right? Michael Rappaport fucks with Snapple hard body karate. So I'm in here in the gloom tomb drinking a Snapple. All right, and I don't know if you walk up on Andy Cohen on any given uh, any given Sunday, will he be drinking a Snapple? Who knows? I'm not saying he's not the right guy, and I'm not saying there can't be more than one of us. I'm just saying it hurt to see that Andy Cohen is your front man, and I'm just uh, you know I was just kicked to the fucking curb. Like Snapple is generous to me. They, I got a fucking Snapple fridge. They sent me a Snapple fridge. I fuck with you, Snapple. You we we know how we do. Just saying, I'm ready to step things up. I'm ready to commit. I'm ready to, you know, really, you know, really like do that, like, you know, gay and lesbian marriage. Like, I'm ready to get married to Snapple. But I'm um, just kicked to the curb once again. This is Iron Rapport Podcast. You act crazy. You do some dumb shit. You get the wig up, please. <laughs> yes. And hey, yo, we keeping our eyes open for them people wilding out. Wigger, please, is what we scream and shout. You better act right before we put your shit on blast. Do yourself a favor, try to have a little class. Cause Mike Rappaport ain't having it. So save yourself from the embarrassment. Think before you talk or just keep your mouth shut. Cause this is I Am Rappaport and we don't give a what. So if you lose your cool, you get Wigger, please. If you acting a fool, you get a Wigger, please. If you wildin' like an idiot... Wigger, please. If you're acting all ignorant, you get a wigger, please. If you don't listen to this new shit, you get a wigger, please. And if you do something stupid, you get a wigger, please. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? All right, so uh, here's my wigger, please segment of the week. So apparently, Rose McGowan, actress, uh, famous for I'm not sure what she's most. I think she was in she was in Scream. Very very beautiful beautiful actress. Uh, in her prime, uh, you know, popular pop culture actress. 
She, of course, dated a fam- I think the thing that Rose McGowan is, is most famous for is dating Marilyn Manson and showing up to the MTV Awards pretty much butt-ass naked. I'm not sure when this was. It feels like it was in the late 90s. It could have been the early 2000s. Uh, but she showed up. She was with that freak show, Marilyn Manson, who, uh, you know, he was a big deal. He'd show up in clown makeup, and he was like, you know, Satan. And, uh, you know, he was, you know, blood, and he was a real shock. He was kind of like a shocking musician. I don't know where the fuck he is now. I never liked him. I saw them out once uh, a couple of times, him and, uh, and her. He had on the, the, the clown makeup, and they're looking at me crazy like, I don't know what. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But uh, they were dating, and she, she showed up in, uh, <clears throat> in some kind of fucking beaded thing, ass out. Butt-ass naked, except for covered in some sort of beaded uh, thing. Beautiful actress. Beautiful. Met her a couple of times in passing. Apparently, she was, uh, you know, raised in an Italian commune. I don't know. She's very eccentric. She's a good actress. Uh, this week, she complained of sexism in Hollywood. Because I guess she uh, was called into audition for an Adam Sandler movie. Now, I'm just going on this. Allegedly... Because I don't want to be sued by no other actress. You know, it's not a good look. But allegedly she had been called in to read, I think, for an Adam Sandler movie. And, and during the audition, uh, they, you know, they, when they're, they're sending you to go into audition, they'll be like, okay, here's the, the script. Show up at this time. And, and sometimes they might say, you know, bring this, bring that. So I guess for her audition for this uh, alleged Adam Sandler movie, they said, wear a push-up bra. And she went on Twitter and she's saying that that's sexist. Now, now, remind you that this is the same Rose McGowan who showed up pretty much butt-ass naked to the VMA Awards. Now, here's how it works in, in, in Hollywood, in show business. When you, when you get called in for auditions, let's say you're coming in for an audition to play a clown, literally. Not the kind of like clown like Marilyn Manson with the clown makeup. Like an actual clown, like a Ringling Brothers clown. They might say, hey, Michael, come in, um, you know, with a clown wig. And if you could do any clown tricks, bring your juggling balls. Or can you do a unicycle? Or let's say they were saying, um, you're, 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 or for Magic Mike. Here's a perfect example. Now, now I, I, I'll go, go into my Magic Mike story at, at another time because... The fact that I wasn't in Magic Mike, it, it, it kind of hurts me. But the, 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 they would say for the audition for Magic Mike, they will, they'll, they'll tell the actors, guarantee, come in and be prepared to take your shirt off. Because they don't want no motherfuckers in Magic Mike who aren't ripped, who aren't shredded, who aren't about that six-pack life. They don't want fucking guys with dad bods like myself to come in for Magic Mike. So they might say, hey, Mike, me, Mike Rapport, you want to audition for Magic Mike? Because no one sees that you're right for the part. And I'll be like, but I feel like I should be in Magic Mike. They go, that's great that you feel like you should be in Magic Mike. It's, it's probably not going to happen. But if you want to come in and audition, be prepared to uh, come in and show your banana hammock and, 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 and take out your loaf in your banana hammock and, and dance for these motherfuckers. And if I'm prepared to do that, like the other actors, I guarantee you, they had to do that. You got to come in there and, and be able to fucking take your loaf out, show them what you got, show them your dance moves, and do, you, do the damn thing. 
So Rose McGowan is now saying that she feels that it's sexist, that they asked her to wear a push-up bra. Again, this is the same Rose McGowan who showed up to the VMAs with no bra on, with the young supple, supple titties and, and, and the ass game on fleek, uh, you know, with Marilyn Manson all gacked up and shocked, you know, ready to shock the world. And those pictures are still, you know, kind of like, you know, famous of her and Marilyn Manson. Duke was wearing a, uh, a leopard skin uh, coat and some other bullshit he was wearing. And, and she did that with no problem. And, and I, 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 I feel like Rose McGowan, you get you get a wig of please because, you know, you know, the game, you know, the fucking deal. You, and it's not like, well, it's sexism if you do it on your own. No, it's, it's not sexist if you show up on your own, but it is sexist if they're telling you to come in to wear a push-up bra. No. If the part requires you to have big titties and the part requires you to look sexy, it's your choice whether you come in with the bra or not. When the dudes came in from Magic Mike, rest assured, they showed their asses, they showed their fucking abs, they showed their whole bodies without getting butt-ass naked, they took out their packages, they took out their, their, their banana hammocks, they showed their loaf game for, to get those parts in those movies. If you're, if you're playing a, a Western, I was going to do a Western at one point, can you ride a horse? No, I can't ride a fucking horse. Can you shoot a gun? Yes, I can shoot a gun. Will you show us that you could do this? Yes. You're going to audition for a, 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 a hockey player. Can you fucking skate, motherfucker? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to have a skating. When I audition for White Men Can't Jump, before you even read, before you even read the scenes, before you even read the lines, they had all the actors. It was me, Woody Harrelson, every single actor in town, Tim Hutton, Matt Dillon, I think was there. Every fucking actor in the world was trying to be in White Man Can't Jump. White guys, black guys, everyone. All of us were at the YMCA for a couple of weeks playing ball before you even read a line. If you couldn't play ball, you weren't even going to get an audition. It's just the way it works in Hollywood. So Rose McGowan, for you to say it's sexist, for them to come and tell you to wear a push-up bra for an Adam Sandler movie and you to get on the internet and blow them up, you get a motherfucking wig of please. You know the fucking deal. That's not sexist. They want to see what your shit looks like. I don't think that's sexist. That's show business. Like, what is it called if they tell you to ice skate if you're playing a hockey player or if you're playing a figure skater? If you're, if you're playing Mary Lou Retton, if they, if they told you to come in and audition for Mary Lou Retton, Rose McGowan, and they said, can you do a motherfucking backflip? Is that sexist? What's that called then? What's the term for that? So you get a wig of please. I don't like that bullshit. Especially I don't like the bullshit because the, the, the fact that your whole shit was your sex appeal. And now I don't know what kind of, you know, middle-aged shit you're going through or what you're questioning. And, all, and I know like you're being a bully. I'm not being a bully. It's just in the political correctness. If you like everybody's like, you know, like, you know, feminism and, and sexism and, 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 you know, it's like and then everybody uses that as a weapon. It's bullshit. The shit is bullshit. So you get a wig of please and Marilyn Manson. You get a wig of please just for being Marilyn Manson because I never liked you and, and, and your weirdo shit and, and you, you, your wig and your motherfucking fake eye and all that other dumb shit. And the, and the, and the, the, you, I, your whole pedigree is whack to me. It's always been whack to me. I don't know what the, where'd you go? 
what the fuck is your deal? That shit was so 90s, like your whole thing and the blood. And I remember he had a couple of songs. I was like, oh, shit, this is all right. But other than that, I just, your whole style, I'm not, I'm not with it. I'm not impressed by it. You don't freak me out. You're not putting any voodoo on me. You're not putting any spells on me. I'm not, I'm not worried about you being connected to Satan or any of that shit. I fear you none. Secondly, this week, it is revealed, there's been, I don't know, there's been scientific studies that, huh, and this is funny because this, this brings us back to the hipster elite, but it's been studies showing that if you wear your skinny jeans too tight, you could be fucking your whole thing up. You could be you could be jeopardizing your dick game. You could be you could be fucking around with the nerves in your legs. This is true. Look on the internet. Look on the internet. But the hipsters who wear these skinny jeans, you could you're, you're fucking with your nerve damages, nerve damage in your legs, and all this shit. But but this brings me to the the, the hipster elite who are also connected to the politically correct police. You get a wig of please for wearing your jeans too tight. We've been saying this. The Iron Rapport podcast is not a proponent. We don't, we don't support that shit, the tight jeans, okay? And these athletes that are walking around with your tight jeans, yo, you need to, you need to get your shit a little, little looser because you're going to fuck your loaf up, all right? Because when it's time to make babies, your dick's not going to work because you're wearing your jeans too tight. All right, so the, uh, the, this is just a, a general wig of please. That goes to all the motherfuckers who are wearing their, je- their jeans too tight. You get a strong wig of please. And finally, the third wig of please of the week goes to Larry Nance Jr. You dumb fuck you. Larry Nance Jr., who is uh, Larry Nance Son, Larry Nance was a former NBA basketball player, great basketball player. He actually uh, came to fame. His most famous moment as an NBA player was he beat Dr. J in a slam dunk contest, and I never, ever liked him. I mean, I loved the way he dunked, but the fact that he beat Dr. J, and I think it was 1983 in the slam dunk contest, and he deserved it. Doc missed the dunk, and he, he wound up winning. Doc was my guy. Maybe it was 1984. I don't know. We don't fact check. If you never listen to the I Am Rapport podcast, you will, you will know. You will learn quickly. We do not fact check anything. All right? So everything that I'm saying is that, that's wrong, uh, I am not surprised. Okay? 75, 76% of the things that we say here at the I Am Rapport podcast, we say that off the top. We could be saying shit all wrong, saying your name wrong, uh, dates, details, specifics. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? Who cares? I'm not working with a computer here. There's no, there's no computer. There's no phone in this room. I'm going raw dog without a bag. Okay? I'm flying solo in here, raw dog without a bag. But Larry Nance Jr., who was drafted uh, in the first or second round, uh, who knows, by the Los Angeles Lakers this week. He's a basketball player. Larry Nance's uh, son played at Wyoming. This fucking guy uh, made a tweet. This is why this fucking Twitter, I hope I've, I, I haven't tweeted myself into a corner one day because I, I, I say some shit on there, but I try not to keep it, I try to keep it fun, funky, uh, but I, I try not to cross the line. But Larry Nance Jr., it was discovered in 2012 or 2013, he made a, a tweet uh, about Kobe Bryant saying uh, uh, something to the effect of, I hope... 
this is a, this is not a full quote. This is an Ian Rapport quote, so it might not be spot on. But he said something to the effect of about Kobe Bryant. I hope Kobe Bryant could keep his hands to himself in De- Denver tonight. Hashtag rapist. Oh, you fucking dummy. You dumb fuck. Larry Nance Jr., you dumb fuck. And now he got drafted uh, by the Los Angeles Lakers. And then Kobe Bryant, of course, plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. And... <clears throat> It, it, it's 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 not uh, a secret that Kobe Bryant is is tough in terms of like if you play with him he's gonna expect you to be a tough hard nosed hard working player and now Larry Nance Jr. you fuck you you big mouth fuck you big big mouth tweeter fuck you're gonna have to show up at training camp and go up against Kobe Bryant and I would pay money. To see that first week of practice when, when, Kobe, when, when, when you get the ball out on the wing and Kobe Bryant is approaching you to guard you. I would pay money to see that first week because Kobe Bryant. Now, apparently Kobe Bryant said, you know, it's water under the bridge, forgive and forget. And, and that's because he's Kobe Bryant. He's smart. But if you think that that's he's not going to try to kick his fucking ass in practice to humiliate him, to push him. To bust his ass on the basketball court the first week of practice, you are crazy. Because he would have done that anyway just because it's a rookie. And that's just the way Kobe Bryant is. He's going to see what you're made of. But the fact that you sent out that tweet, and I know you were 19, and God knows I did dumb shit when I was 19. But that, you should have known better. You're trying to get in the NBA. Larry Nance Jr., you dumb fuck you. You, you, get a wig of please. And, and fourth, my, my wig of please fourth, and, and, and we're going we're gonna to have to ILO him because we're, we're, we're coining the, the phrase, the term, the hashtag, ILOing, <clears throat> because we went viral. The Danny ILO, uh, New York Knicks first round uh, draft pick response went viral. I'm happy to say it was one of the prouder moments of my professional career, uh, but the, the, that, that was a big deal. And, uh, we, you know, we do that over here. We have uh, the, I'll call him the not Danny, Danny Aiello. I feel like Danny Aiello, the actual Danny Aiello, who, who I've never really met. I met in passing a couple of times. I feel like he would appreciate us doing the Danny Aiello, well, us, me. I do the Danny Aiello impression. Um, but there's, the, there's this guy, I'm going to show the video. These fucking guy in New York City tried to jump from one train track to the other train track and almost broke his fucking face. I'm surprised this guy get up, got up, but but there was a guy in New York who, instead of walking underneath to go to the other side of the train, this dumb fuck tried to jump from one side of the fucking train track to the other side of the train track. You get a wig of please too, you dumb lazy fuck, okay? You get a fucking wig of please. Walk your ass underneath to the other side. You could have killed his fucking self, this guy. He gets a wig of please. Who else gets a fucking wig of please? I, I, I'm on a wig of please tangent. I, I don't know who else gets a fucking wig of please. The Knicks, everyone's like, oh, the, the, the Knicks picked a guy in the first round of, of, of the pick. What the fuck is his name? I don't know what his name is. It's, it's uh, Chris, Christoph Porzingis. Uh, he's our first round pick in the NBA draft. And, and, I, and I'm such a Knicks fan, but I feel like if I speak out against the Knicks, they're going to turn against me and I'll never get tickets. But, I, but like other Knicks fans, I'm sensitive. I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, vulnerable. 
and they pick this guy who's from Latvia. I don't know where the fuck this country is. I don't know if this is a made-up country. It's like a sub-country. No one I know in my world, even my father, was able to really specifically tell me. My father's smart. He's very well-read. Was able to say where this country Latvia is. La- Latia? I don't know where the fuck this guy Chris Christoph Perzingis is. And and then and, uh, and and you know, like somebody was like, "Why are you being so hard on him?" He he's went on Facebook and he said that his his favorite rapper is Drake. What the fuck are you trying to do? You don't go and tell people that your favorite rapper is Drake when you're trying to show how cool you are, per- Perzingis. Now he might be good, he might be great. Who, who knows? And t- he's 19 years old. He looks like he's about 205 pounds. He's seven foot two. I guarantee you, this fucking string bean doesn't weigh more than 250 pounds. What am I nervous about? We, we, everyone. Why are you being so crazy? I'm being crazy because I'm concerned about the Knicks. Okay. So, so you know. You get a wig of please for, for, for asking me why I'm so crazy. All right? It's just the way it is. I don't know who the fuck this Perzingis is. And, and the fact that he's open about the fact that his favorite rapper is Drake concerns me. That's a concern to me. That's not something I'd be proud of. Okay? Christoph, don't be going around telling too many people that, that that's your favorite rapper. All right? Especially in New York. And, and finally, uh, the, the, the wig of please of, of the week. I, I, you know, I don't watch soccer. I could give two shits about soccer, except for FS, the New York soccer team. I like them. Okay? I fuck with New York soccer. But, but uh, FIFA and all this shit, you know, uh, but apparently, I saw it. I saw the video. There's no apparently. There's a, a player, a, a, a Chilean player, who went up to another player, Gonzalo Jara. And he stuck his finger, he tried to stick his finger up this guy's asshole during the game. It's on videotape. I don't make this shit up. He, he's tried to stick his finger up this other guy's ass during the game. Not a pat on the ass, not anything like that. He tried to finger the guy during the game. You sick, twisted fuck. You, you, my friend, get a wig of police. Who, who does that shit? I've seen guys, you know, uh, dick tap other guys during basketball games, and apparently they're, they're big into grabbing dicks during football when there was a fumble. I've never seen anybody else in any sport try to, uh, you know, go in somebody's balloon knot. I've never seen that happen. So, so this guy, this soccer player, Gonzalo, that's a kind of a good name, Gonzalo. You, you too, you weirdo, you get a wig of please. They put my man Dustin Diamond in jail. Dustin motherfucking Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, who has been wiling out for the last few years. And uh, I don't know what the fuck he, he apparently, allegedly, because, you know, somebody like Dustin Diamond, he might, he might try to take a shot at the Iron Rapport podcast. He, uh, he seems like the type of dude that might try to sue us. So I got to say, allegedly, allegedly, he was, but I think he was convicted of uh, it's gotta suck being Screech because you're not gonna be taken seriously and, and and it's like okay I was Screech when I was ten, eleven, twelve. I don't know how old he was when when he was on that show Saved by. I never watched the show, but I I I always know the 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 nose because you want to talk about a fucking nose, you want to talk about a, a face, but Screech Dustin Diamond. Apparently he got into an altercation and he stabbed somebody or allegedly stabbed somebody or hit somebody with a bottle. I don't fucking know. Uh, but they threw him in the can. He's going to do a little time. 
but, uh, you know, uh, my heart goes out to Dustin Diamond. I never met him, but it, it's got to suck. But he's made pornos, no-nos. He's made a couple of no-nos, and he, I think he, uh, I don't know, he's freaky-deaky. Um, but I, I got to give you a wig of please, too, Dustin Diamond, Screech, because, because listen, I know it's got to suck. I know you got to get, I mean, especially if you're, you're, you're outside of Los Angeles and New York being Screech. I mean, even in Los Angeles and New York, it's going to suck being Screech. But, but when you're out in the middle of the country and that show airs all the time, it still airs, and you see my man Mario Lopez, he's doing, his, he's doing the damn thing. But the fallout from that show has been, uh, you know, it's been, it's been tough. Uh, but, but Screech is walking around with a beard, and, he, you know, and he's trying to be you know, thuggish, ruggish bone, and, and he's Screech. And I understand you don't want to be called Screech your whole life, but you're going to be Screech. You've got to figure out a way to embrace the shit. But they're, they're locking this fucking guy up. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what the, you, you get a wig of please because you're wilding and you're bugging out and you, you, you're making pornos and, and all that shit. And, and that's, that's, that's my final wig of please of the, of the week is it goes to my man Screech, a.k.a. Dustin Diamond, which his name probably isn't Dustin Diamond. Maybe it is Dustin Diamond. Maybe he, he really has that name, Dustin Diamond. Could that be somebody's real name? But then, then they got to blame you, your, your parents. For, for naming you that Or if, if, if that was your stage name as a kid Then we gotta talk to them too Because you, you, your parents probably pushed you into this Or let you get into this And where are they now? Who the fuck knows? So Dustin Diamond's parents They also get a wig of please Screech Your parents they get a wig of please But you know you're, you're, you're on lockdown now I don't know how the fuck that's gonna play itself out I, I wish you luck in there and, and you gotta be safe You gotta be careful while you're locked down Screech Because they're, they're gonna be coming for you and apparently he knows karate and all this shit and taekwondo. Uh, but you, you got to watch out because they're going to be coming after you when we're on lockdown. But you get a wig of please also. All right. So here's how it goes. All right. So the I Am Rapport podcast, this is, this is what I was saying. We gave away about 900 fucking T-shirts. Soft ass I Am Rapport podcast T-shirts. We gave... Away, I sent them out all over the country and all over the world. I sent them to Australia, London. I don't. Do the, 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 the French fuck with the I Am Rapport podcast? Je ne sais quoi? Do, do you guys fuck with the with the I Am Rapport podcast in France? You got, you know that. Just so you know, French people, you have a fucked up reputation. Uh, you know, you, you, the French people. I, I don't think I got any requests from from anybody in France. Comment savez-vous? Je ne sais quoi. Un, deux, quatre, cinq, sept. I took a semester of, of French. I think it was in the fifth or sixth grade uh, before I got kicked out of uh, that school. Um, and I got suspended. And why, why would they teach little little American kids French anyway? If, if you're not French affiliated, just teach everybody Spanish. It's the only fucking language. You know, my son. Goes to a private school, they teach you Latin, and I know that all the words are the origins of Latin, and my son did great in Latin. Shocked me. Got an A in Latin. But why do, they, why, do, why do we waste our time teaching kids Latin or French? Spanish, maybe Italian, but just teach everybody Spanish, especially if you're in the United States. It's the only, the only other language that, that's prominent. And who the fuck wants to learn French? Unless you, unless you, you know, you got a French cousin or a French, you know, mom or a French dad, and then they send you to one of those French schools, you know, and then you'll learn it at home. 
But what a waste of fucking time. But the, the point of what I'm saying is that the I Am Rapport podcast, I, I, I don't know. Or if, if people are listening in France, you know, reach out and touch me. Hit me on Twitter. But I know we sent soft ass I Am Rapport podcast t-shirts to New Zealand, uh, uh, fucking Australia, all over the United States. Uh, shit, did I send any to any Spanish-speaking countries? I don't know, but maybe, well, maybe they don't listen because they're Spanish-speaking and I'm hard enough to understand in English. But the point is is that we are out of I, uh, I Am Rapport Podcast soft-ass t-shirts. Right now, I have no more. There are no fucking more soft-ass I Am Rapport Podcast t-shirts. And, you know, I got to be honest, it is a fucking, it's a, it's, it's a joy and a pain in the ass. It's, it's pleasure and pain to send those fucking t-shirts out. Because, uh, you know, a lot of you guys who've gotten t-shirts, it wasn't just like, you win a t-shirt, DM me. It, it, it was like, I say, when you win a t-shirt, DM me your, your name, address, and size, and then I'll get just a name. And they'll be like, I need your address, and then they'll send me the address. And they'll be like, I need the zip code, you dumb fuck you. You guys know who you are, okay? And I love you, but, but, but doing that, and then I personally write uh, the name, address, I, I go through all the T-shirts and, and, I, and I send them all out and all that shit. But just so you know, just so you know, right now, there are no more soft-ass I Am Rappaport podcast T-shirts. We will be getting more uh, second-generation soft-ass I Am Rappaport podcast T-shirts with new designs and, and new shit. And we will be doing the, the soft-ass I Am Rappaport podcast socks that's coming soon. But I needed to take a break from sending shit because it, it, it got fucking nuts. 900 something, you're like, well, what's the big deal? You fucking come and do it. I had my friends, I had Dean who's been on the show do it. I had my girl come and fucking try to do it. It, it. it drives everyone crazy. I don't know what it is about it, but the, the, the routine of taking the fucking T-shirts, putting them into a bag, getting the address. What's your zip code, motherfucker? What size? I, I, like, if, I, if you do win an I Am Rapport podcast t-shirt or socks, you're going to get a one-shot opportunity to send me your name, your address, which means a zip code too, you fuck. And, and that's it. I'm not going to ask three times, what's your address? What, you, you understand? I love you. And I love giving them away. Sort of. I love giving them away. I just don't like the, the physical act of sending them out. But in the meantime, okay, we have nothing. I'm ass out. And the fact that I sent out 900-something T-shirts and I didn't get 900 pictures back, it hurts my feelings. All I ask for a picture of you in your soft-ass I Am Rapport podcast T-shirt. A lot of you people, most of you people, send pictures back. But there's a, there's a I'd say more or, or at least 50% of you, did you get your soft-ass I Am Rapport podcast t-shirt for free and you, uh, you don't send me shit. You don't send me a picture. I'm not saying I need to see you, uh, you know, like, uh, like, let me see a fucking picture of you in your soft-ass I Am Rapport podcast t-shirt. Anyway, this is it. This, that's it. I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh... I, I know that I, you know, I want to try to figure out a way to, to if, if there's like, there should be some sort of internet filter, you know, because like every fucking time I turn on my computer, every time I turn on my phone and I check the news or I check Twitter, you can't escape these fucking Kardashians. 
I've asked for it in the past. Like, can there be a national holiday celebrating the Kardashians? And, and the national holiday celebrating the Kardashians will be that there's no pictures, no comments, no, no, no Instagram videos. There's so many of them. They run rampant. They're like, they're, they're, they're mutating. They're more and there's more and there's more. And every time, the New York Times, if you go on that way, you're going to fucking see something about them. The Dale, any kind, anything below like the Wall Street Journal, if, you, if you're anything that's below the Wall Street Journal or some highbrow, highfalutin, the Atlantic, maybe they don't mention the Kardashians, but they still do. Can there be a national holiday? Can, can the Kardashians somehow disappear for just one day where you could turn on the fucking TV, you could turn on the computer and you don't have to see one of them? And then and now we got this fucking Caitlyn Jenner who's going to come out with this fucking show in the summer. And, and, and it's, just, it's just nonstop. It, it, you can't get away from them. And, and Kanye West is infiltrated in there. And, and as much as I have a mixed... I, I love Kanye West's music more than, more than I hate the Kardashians. I don't know. It's getting all fucking... It's just all convoluted and all that shit. But I'm, I'm trying to... Maybe Obama, you can do something about this. Since you're taking all these stands... To, to, you know, do some, some rogue, you know, bold shit before you leave. Can you, can you figure out a way to press a button? Can, can someone come up with an app where you can filter your phone and your computer so you don't have to see Kylie, Caitly, uh, Chris, Chloe, Kimmy, and fucking Caitlyn every fucking day? Okay, and, and just watching that, that the mom walk around, I see a picture of her with a, with, her, with her boyfriend, and it's just a joke, the whole fucking thing is a joke, and she's wearing these Liberace jackets hanging around with her boyfriend, and I saw that dude, the boyfriend, he's short, I don't know what his name is, but the, the black dude that's fucking with Chris now, and he's, he's 40, and she's so happy she's got a young boy, it's just the whole fucking thing, go away for just one day, one day is all I'm asking, one fucking day without these fucking people, without any of them. Because it's like, you use, somebody says, you always talk about the Kardashians because I can't fucking escape them. You can't, you can't escape them. If there's anything to do with technology or a newspaper or a magazine, you're going to fucking see them every fucking day. I can't take it any fucking more. Please. Somebody smarter than me, come up with a, a filter or an application to make it disappear off my fucking phone. See, Iron Rapport Podcast, we out. I'm out. They're out.